On a Zoom with me is uh, someone that I'm really excited to talk to. We played his hot hit last, this week, th- last week Thursday, and I'm about to play the song on the CTM Top 40 for you. His name is Charles. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk to you. So firstly, I have to apologize for butchering your name when I played your song. I didn't know what CHXRL meant. And I had to right. I had to call your label and be like, guys, how do I say this? I'm old. That's totally fair. No, I think I'm kind of asking for that when I made that name. I, th- I, don't, know, I don't think I thought it all the way through. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just because I'm old. Okay, so why the name change? Why the X? Um, I just thought it was cool because I wanted to you know, use my name, but I wanted it to be kind of identity, not completely separate from who I am, but just something that felt a bit more like it's standing for a project instead of just, you know, being me, boring old me, you know. (laughs) Um, But then again, I was just 16. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if I just did it because the X looked cool. Um, But mostly, I just wanted to have an entity because all the artists I listened to growing up usually didn't use their names. Or at least the ones that I really loved. So I wanted it to be kind of similar to them, a kind of homage, if you will. I like that. I I like that. I like the name. I think it's very, very cool. I do, even though I'm 105 years old. Okay, so talk to me about who influenced you, because you were talking a little bit about the artists that you followed that influenced you. Who were they? Right. Um, I'd say the most um, well-known one would probably be the Beatles was a big one because when I started playing guitar, my mom bought me a book that had like all the Beatles songs in a chord sheet, which was really nice. Um, but the main one had to be Justin Bieber because he was so young when I he was like, he's a lot older than me. He's like seven years older than me. But at that time, I was like seven watching a 14 year old do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be 14 like really soon as of seven years go by in the blink of an eye. Um, but it was just cool seeing him do it. And it felt like that's exactly what I wanted to do. Um, those are the most well-known, but I think the most core ones are artists that are a little bit more low-key, like Bonnie Bear and Jeremy Zucker, uh, and the other guy called Eden from Ireland, who, they're all just really amazing and cooperate in such a beautiful way, how they mix lyrics and they produce their own music as well. Just the worlds they create were just super inspiring to me. So you, you, you say Justin Bieber. Now I'm wondering, you're obviously playlist on Jack Rand FM. Um, you're, there's a hype around you at the moment. What is your first, oh my gosh, I've made it moment. What, what is that going to be for you? Or have you already had that? Oh, that's a hard one for me. I think it's probably going to be live shows and I think it might be something like daisies or something, but I oh. don't. I don't know. I used to think I knew it would be like if I got this X amount of streams or XYZ amount of streams. But this year I was lucky enough to open for Will Lindley at one of his headline shows. And that's kind of when I realized I know so little. Like mm-hmm. I, this is the thing that I that's going to make me feel like that. Because live shows just, I don't know, it's, there's something so magical about it that you just don't get in any other avenues of making music. It is just such a special thing. So I think doing daisies or something big like that would be amazing to like play a bunch of music to people. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of people singing your songs yes, back to you. Like, I think that'll that. probably be it, specifically if people like sing it, like thinking I made this in my room and people are singing <laughs> it back to me. This is insane. Dude, I would be such a mess if that was me. I would be on stage crying, makeup running. I would be so, oh, it would be amazing. <laughs> It is, it is kind of, I don't know, in high school, it didn't used to make me nervous, but there was one at Leaf to Betty Down, one of the Afrikaans festivals. I was lucky enough to stand backstage and there were like 12,000 people there. 
And when I peeked my head out, I was like, oh, that's a lot of people. <laughs> I love this. But you know what? The more you do it, the more, the less it's going to matter how many people there are. You're just going to have Definitely. a jaw, I think. Definitely, yeah. So speaking about making music, talk to me about Hopeless and Romantic. Ah, my baby. Um, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a journal of my coming of age time, like especially in high school stories from you know falling in love, having your heart broken, struggling with yourself, and it's, it's it's just kind of an homage to that kind of time of my life where it's just a lot of chaos, so a lot of hopelessness, but at the same time, it's so much being obsessed with love and romantic and just romanticizing life in general and just kind of that duality that comes with those teenage years where it can go from one great day to a terrible one the next you know so you say um you you were talking earlier about writing songs in your room have you written and and sang and produced all of these songs or did you work with someone um most of these i did by myself but there are two tracks uh cut me off is the one that i co-produced with greg he helped me finish up the last chorus his name is greg abrams he's in cape town he's an incredible producer probably one of the best i've ever worked with and then girl next door he also helped me finish production wise and he helped write it with me as well as victoria alton both in cape town both amazing human beings very talented people so you've done both yourself and working with someone else. What, which would you prefer if going forward, you could only choose one, which one and why? If I could, I could tell you the pros and cons of both, but I think to <laughs> save time, if I had to pick one for the rest of my life, I think probably with people because the album I released before this, I did completely by myself and it's fun. Um, and you have a bit of peace of mind because it's only with you yourself, you know, so you have all the control. There's no like place where it could go wrong or in somebody else's hands. But that's also where the detriment comes in. Like you listen to the music all the time, every single day, every hour of every single day, and you just lose subjectivity. Like it's, you don't know if you're making the right choices anymore if the music's so good because you've listened to it too many times. It's like staring at a blank page. You don't know what you're doing. So working with people kind of keeps it fresh and just constant ideas flowing around and this i think it really serves the song at the end of the day which i think is really important and also you have a, a litmus test for when it's done because i can imagine if you're doing it yourself when oh, is the song ever done how long is the string you know yes definitely definitely so talk to me about the single that i'm currently playing on jack around fm it's called girl next door um give me the team who's this about what is this about <laughs> This was actually the only song that kind of drew from a lot of people instead of one story. This was kind of just a phase I went through in high school where I just wanted to find that perfect person. Um, and it's also based around the movie The Girl Next Door, which I used to love growing up because it was kind of just, it, it's just such a cool thing to think about. Like imagine somebody moves in next door, you don't have to do any work. It just <laughs> happens spontaneously. It just, you know, it's like perfect setting. You don't have to do any work. They just move in next door. They're magically perfect. For some reason, the first time they meet you, they're already in love. Everything's great. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, oh, how amazing it would be if life would be like that. So in the chorus, it's like, you know, you got me feeling like I'm 16 years young. The girl next door decided that I'm the one, but I'm not that dumb. Kind of just like choosing to be ignorant and kind of live in the moment and the excitement, even though, you know, it's it's not fairy tale. <laughs> I mean, for some people it might be, but I think for the rest of us, we've got to do the work. It might be. Yes, yes. 
Okay, so are you going to be doing some live shows? Are you going to be touring this? Like, what is the plan for the rest of, I mean, I say the rest of 2023. There's like two months left. But what is the plan? Um, I think there's going to be a bunch in the new year. Uh, but I'm going to try and fit one in in November. I'm going to be going down to Cape Town for two weeks. And then hopefully when I come back, I can do one. But I think 2024 is going to be the big year for shows, hopefully festivals. Mm. I'll be amazing because I really want to just see the people's faces um, and just hear them sing the songs, you know, because I get so many messages and it just makes me excited for that kind of time to come. So shows is definitely priority number one right now. So I know that shows is priority, but are you working on something new as well? Yes, there's one more song going to drop this year. Um, wow. It's going to be a Christmas song, but not in the way that's Ooh. positive. <laughs> it's going to be an anti kind of sad, gut wrenching Christmas <laughs> song. Yay, it's exactly the Christmas song that I need. No more Mariah Carey, we need Shawl. Yeah, you get it. Thank you. You get it. You get it. People <laughs> want the Michael Bublé's, we're here for the sad, sad music. <laughs> Yeah. No, there's a lot of us, I promise you. There's a lot of us that are like, ugh, Christmas. Yes, exactly. The song's name, I'm going to say it. I don't even care. The song's name is literally I Hate Christmas. <laughs> so it's going to be, I can't wait for it to go out. I am ready. It's going to be my theme tune all of December. Thank you, Shal. I that That is all I needed from this interview today. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Thank so you. Glad. I'm so glad. So if someone wants to follow you and find out more about you or where you're touring, where do they go? Uh, guys, you can follow me on pretty much every platform under the same thing. It's Shawl Music, C-H-X-R-L Music. No periods, no underscores, nothing, just Shawl Music with the X. Um, yeah, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, all that. It's all the same. And go move in next door to him. You never know. You could be on the next EP. Might as well make my life easier. Move next door. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I mean, daisies, I hope you're listening. Uh, potential love interests. I hope you're listening. Shall wants all of it by 2024 this time. Okay, done. <laughs> yes, bet. We are, the time starts now. 365 days. Let's go. And lastly, please, would you do me a big solid and introduce the girl next door and Jacaranda FM? Oh, with pleasure, Jacaranda FM. My name is Shaw, and you are currently listening to my song, "The Girl Next Door."